It's the Daily Talk Show, and it is Monday, and it's episode 25. Tommy, yeah. We're quarter, in Sydney. Quarter of a half of a century. It's, um, it's exciting, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, we friend? are in Sydney. We're uh, I've in got a that ho- fucking Singapore number calling. You know when the um, all these scams that have been oh, happening. I got a weird one. Let me just have a quick look. It was like New New Guinea. Uh-huh. It was the oh Guinea, G U I N E A. Is that New a part of Guinea? Different. New Guinea. I think. Anyway, it's a random number. Yeah. Well, I just had my watch vibrating. I've missed a uh, call from plus six five six eight seven six. <laughs> Seven nine one. Do they get anyone scammers? Yeah, of course they would. I. Um, it's a numbers game, right? They're just going hard, and they've been going really hard. This scam seems yeah. to be pretty prevalent. It's definitely. I think I would have done that on radio. Have you been scammed? Mm-hmm. Do you know anyone that's been scammed? Nah, other than my oh, pill yeah, story. Yeah, but I mean that's like you were just buying a product. I mean, like totally fleeced of cash. Like, I don't have any money. cash to be fleeced. <laughs> No, nah, nah, I don't think um, just buying shit that I don't need, maybe. Poor old people. Yeah. That's who they prey on, yeah? It's just annoying. like, can you open up... Um, Windows. Oh, who was it? Was that you? No, it was Kel, my mate Kel Wolf, who I lived with in Shepparton. Yeah. He um, fucking pulled the wool over these dickheads' eyes that called him, and they were like, oh, sir, can you please? We're calling from Telstra. Can you please open up your browser because we need to access it to help you fix your internet? And he knew exactly what was going on. And he led them on for ages. And he and he was saying, Sir, have you opened the browser? And he says, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you type in this address? Okay. Um, have you typed it in? Yeah, I've typed it in. Uh, I can't see anything. What's And, and they're saying, because they obviously can see as soon as you access it. Yeah. And they kept on going, Oh, have you done it? Said, yeah, I'm here. What do you mean? There's nothing here. <laughs> And then they got their bloody supervisor. Anyway, they ended up working out that he was fucking with them. And they said, fuck you and hung up. Wow. Uh, Yeah, I I used to love fucking around with the telemarketers, seeing how long I could. Do you hang up on them? My wife, and I saw her do it last week. She answered and they said hello and then she hung up. And she was always really like, oh, it's a bit offensive. Because I would just like answer hear them hang up or i'd say sorry not interested in hang out i think that's fine I, it's annoying when they try and pretend like they're not uh that like they're not doing sales calls but uh tommy this is our very first interstate episode oh yeah it's on the road baby this is exciting we're in the abyss ibis ibis darling, darling harbour that's not a plug for da- yeah, the it ibis darling like harbour it's a um we've got a two two bedroom uh, two bed set up yeah and i joke that it's uh like uh, i was saying to my client uh we're up here filming something and we just got uh tommy on board for a day i didn't even tell the client and uh just before we were getting to the hotel i said now look i've got uh tommy helping out on day one and uh just explain that it wasn't like the movie battle of the sexes where <laughs> she has her um hairdresser following around <laughs> Can I just tell you the most awkward story, right? Because if I knew that you had only just told her, then yeah. I probably would have felt a bit awkward. But it's uh, it, I got through it, and I just because she was the girl was very jokey with it. Or, oh yeah, sure. So and I that felt was, like it was like you got rapport. worried. No, I felt rapport that the joke was there. So I was like, oh, the hairdresser. And I was like, you'd obviously talked. Yeah, I tried a to- while ago. 
But I flew up to Sydney. This was when I was 19, 18. Flew up to Sydney with a mate. And we were going to stay. He said, my mate's got this amazing place in Double Bay. Oh, fuck. It's like fucking $9 million house on the water. He's got a boat that in a on a private jetty. We'll go out. You know, he's invited us up. Sweet. Got there. He hadn't told the dude fuck, that his that mate was coming along. That that used to happen to me as a kid all the time with our pool. <laughs> like people would just fucking rock up and they'd have three other mates who I didn't even know. That's a classic pool thing to do. I fucking hate that. And they don't even bring towels and shit. That, that would piss mum your, off. Your mum would have hated mum wouldn't, that. Mum st- has a pool now and still does a bit of the fucking towel chat. It's like, oh, well, just bring your towels. Oh, it's I, I felt so awkward in that situation. I was like, and I was young and I didn't feel confident enough to say, whoa, hang on, guys, did you not know I was coming? You know, it's like, yeah. so I, you I feel just, like now I'd speak up. And what did you do in the moment? Just fucking like acted like a dickhead? Like you well, probably... Well, I knew there was a chance of going out in Sydney Harbour on a private yacht. So I fucking <laughs> hung in there and got the yacht ride. And, how, and what was the vibe like? <laughs> he was really nice, really lovely. We all went out for dinners and it was great. Can you remember the... When did you find Front out? Front door. No. <laughs> so you've gone on a flight. All the way there. Got to the front door of this dude's house. What was your... What's your mate's deal? Loose cannon. <laughs> Fucking hell. That Seriously. stuff is not ideal, is it's, it? It's gross. All right. There's something I want to bring up. Yeah. Um, you know who uh, Raymar is? Uh, Raymar. Uh, yeah. He's the... Is he the, the flaming dude? Yeah, yeah. Fl- oh, um, are you going to bring up his new chili sauce? Oh, okay. Yes, I'm going to ring up Ray Maher, otherwise known as Alf Stewart from Home and Away. If you grew up in Australia and you're sort of between the ages of 23 up, you'd yeah. know about fucking Home and Away and Ray Maher. Fucking, I love, what's, his, what's his Alf Stewart? Alf Stewart. He was like a just a lunatic. Flaming oh, crows. He owned the, um, what did he own? The fucking fishing shop or something? Yeah, the something like tackle that. Tackle shop. And he was mad. Or the diner, some bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Big watcher. (laughs) Never turned a profit, but somehow kept running. Um, (laughs) Anyway, he was a real hothead, right? If you haven't watched it. I'm sure you have. Anyway, he's got a new hot sauce. And so I just saw the Instagram. It must have been a sponsored post. And I clicked onto it and I was like, get the fuck out of here. Ray Mar's got his own hot sauce. And it's called Flamin'. It's It's taking him so long. To do this, I wonder if Home and Away project. Oh, you if don't he- know. So this is going somewhere. Oh, great. So this, like, you know me. I fucking start getting into all this shit. I investigate, like you. I'm becoming a bit more like you in terms of like. So I was impressed at start, yeah. thinking, "Fuck, is this a good idea, dude? Starting a product yeah. using flaming the Home and Away it's very clever branded." So that was the first thing I thought was, oh, I wonder, like, because it's his character, right? Yeah. And so I was wondering. Do they have like trademark use? I hadn't thought about that. That's that's a good way to go down. So I've just seen on their Instagram on, it's called Ray's Flamin' Hot Sauce. They've had 14 posts, almost at 4K followers. And this is the description. Ray Mars Flamin' Hot Sauce, public figure. And it's got a whole bunch of little chilies. Reckon you can handle the flamin' heat? Question mark. Grab a bottle of my limited edition hot sauce. Hashtag raise flame and hot sauce. And then it has 
the website address, raiseflamehotsauce.com.au. Okay, yeah. Never clicked on it. Uh-huh. Just kept seeing the um, posts come in. It's like one of them's like, it's coming. Um, there's a video, like, listen to him. That's what I call my new hot chili sauce. Here's a tip. It's not chili McChill face. <laughs> I did. Like, I watched this video and he's dancing in it and shit. And he's, he's like full sell out. It's so daggy. Fucking full sell out. Wait for the punchline. Okay, I'm waiting. Just saw his last fucking post. Listen to this. Hang on, hang on. And it's just. Sh- small businesses don't have a website. To prove how easy it is, I've started raiseflamehotsauce.com.au. I'm not the most tech savvy bloke. Ah. Uh. It's a fucking GoDaddy. It's a whole. It's a whole GoDaddy campaign. It's a fucking GoDaddy piece of content. Good on him. I I went on to raise flame and hot sauce as soon as I saw that. I was so pissed off. Can you still buy the hot sauce? They would. I've just clicked onto the website. Takes you to GoDaddy's website. So it's not even routed to. His website. And so you just look on that. I literally just, and I only just before doing this, clicked onto this and actually had a thorough look because I jumped on. I was so pissed off that I'd been taken to GoDaddy. Yeah. From this fucking... Clever fucking marketing. Clever, but it's not fucking honest. Yeah. And we talk about this around honest content. Yeah. And how, like the only reason I'm talking about this and I'm annoyed about this is because I feel like I was led on for this funny you know idea who I think you should be annoyed at is who? fucking Ray or whatever his name is <laughs> Ray Ma Ray Ma because that he sold out he did sell well, yeah, out he, Ray's like he's the one that's fucking uh, said it was okay yeah and so I did click onto it now you can and it's all about try a website builder for free build a website in under an hour it's flaming easy you don't have to be a tech savvy to build a website with GoDaddy it's flaming easy so it's all about like them localizing this type of content. I think it's very clever. Actor and entrepreneur Ray Maher has turned his famous catchphrase into the best flaming hot sauce around. And he couldn't believe that 60% of Aussie small businesses don't have a website. So he got a hot site of his own. And now you're fucking just plugging him. This is our first sponsored... Are you actually sponsored by GoDaddy? the inception. If yeah, I was a sponsor... The uh, I was saying to Tommy, I think our first sponsor I want to be is either Woolworths or Coles, and all I want them to sponsor us with is like a contra deal where they give us fizzy water. Yeah, because it's like what seventy five cents it's each cheap. or whatever. If we could have like two bottles per rep, yeah, we'll be burping a lot. Uh, yeah, I love fizzy water. And anyway. you drink all of it, and Bree always picks you up on it. The- so I can look. I can, you're going off track. Buy Sorry. a bottle, so you can actually click on a a button on the on this shitty website that they take you to, and it takes you to another website that actually is Raise Flame and Hot Sauce, and you can buy a bottle. They're twelve bucks. We but, get it, and you get it. But f- no, I like. Is it detrimental to do a marketing campaign? And I know you're not um, Will, uh, Will Anderson from Gruen Transfer to give us a fucking insight. I mean, Will was more just the, uh, the, host. the host. Yeah, but you're a host. Um, I'm more like your Russell. 
yeah, Hellcraft yeah, you are. or whatever. You are a bit Russell no, Hargrove. But was, I like your insight into Todd this Sampson. shit. Todd Samson. I'll take Todd Samson. Because I feel like you, you get a bit hurt by some of these dumb <laughs> marketing campaigns. No, I think... Um, uh, what do I think? Well, we spend most of our day during the week thinking about how to approach um, marketing from a, from a content perspective, a video creation perspective with our own businesses. Yeah. And so this campaign was so, would have been sold in from the creative agency, director or yeah. agency that's like, you know, this is a great idea. Like, I think it's a great idea him doing the product. Yeah. But then it just, I think, misses the beat when they attach website building GoDaddy to it that it just had a bit too much impact with the idea of the flaming hot sauce to then kick you in the dick when you go through and you feel just conned. Well, I I think you just have to also look at the DNA of businesses. GoDaddy specifically are known for smutty advertising. What's so they they are the sort of the booth girls of uh, TVCs. So, for instance, their Super Bowl commercials would have women in bikinis and things oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. So, They're like the Dodo internet ads of... Yeah. Are those Dodo internet? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the, remember Dodo's the girls running a, through... Ah, oh, I do remember now. Exactly. I know the girl, Kylie. What's up, Kylie, if you're listening... She was one of the Dodo girls ten years ago. That's that's cool. Um, the the uh, <laughs> do you know what my uh, one of my favourite? If we can talk nostalgia alert. Uh, I haven't done that in a while. The um, the ad that I think of a bit, which is sort of had that cut through, was do you remember Virgin Mobile's ad? Nah, what was it? Wiggity wiggity Warrenader. Remember it was no. the guy. He was sort of no, you don't remember that. If if you remember, can you please uh, reach out to us? Virginia. Hi at, at the dailytalkshow.com. Uh, talking about people that we know and talking about home and away. Yeah. I got a FaceTime from Izza, an old friend of mine who... From uh, Berwick days where you knows, grew up? No, so uh, from... We did a, a filmmaking course together in 2004 at Open Channel which is like Independent Filmmakers Victoria. Yeah. And we both had each other on MSN afterwards and would stay in contact. And then we did a VCA course in 2006 together called mm. Teen Flicks. And she ended up going on to being a big Home and Away star. She's oh, on cool. Home and Away. And she FaceTimed me the other day. And it if was... She that, was with fucking Ray Ma, I'm pissed <laughs> off. No, so I... It has been... Since I had seen her, it would have been probably 2006. Mistake so, FaceTime. Yeah. Would it you, was? Would you answer? <laughs> if you got a FaceTime for oh. someone you hadn't seen in, what, like 12 years? I don't know. I actually couldn't give you a straight answer because it's one of the things. Sometimes like if I was feeling a bit off and I'd just be like, that's weird. But sometimes I'd be like take a breath and just like, what's this going to be? Yeah, well, I thought that because initially I was like, you know what, maybe given she's in the entertainment industry and I've got a bunch of friends who are in similar circles, I'm like, maybe she's in a room with one of them and they've just connected that they know. Yeah, that's what I'd they, probably think. Yeah, and it's like, oh, they're, knows. they're doing a big FaceTime. So I was going to answer, but I, at the moment I was like, you know what, I'm not going to. So I sent her a text 
and said, hey, sorry, I missed your FaceTime. Um, I was just wanting to know if it was a, a butt dial or if you wanted to chat. <laughs> Did you actually she, say that? Yeah, something like I can, I can find the exact. Did you <laughs> no, want me to find the exact? I can. It sounds like. a very Josh. It was messy. It was something like that. But the um, business at the front. Uh, yeah, no, I'm actually going to bring it up. Uh, so, I did get a re- response uh, from her. Yeah, and the, it was. Oh, here we go, yeah. Isabel. Uh, G. So what's her Gignazzo. name, Isabel? Isabel, is Isabella, Isabella. I called her Isa, Isabella Giovanazzo. Uh, yeah, you can look her up. Uh, anyway, so this is what I wrote to her. I said, Isa, was this a FaceTime butt dial or just a random fa- FaceTime hangout for a Saturday? Either way, hope you're doing oh, great. Fuck, that was way worse than what you told us. Really? <laughs> why? I feel like I've been conned again with I, what you have. What, what, what's why is that worse? There was so much in it. Uh, For what you what you told us was like brief. Oh, I messaged about like, hey, was that a butt dial or? Okay, yeah. So I put you... a bit more energy into it. <laughs> she wrote back four hours later. So great. How are you? What's going on, man? New message from her. Look, you know what I was trying to. So sorry, fucked up. Look, you know what I was trying to contact another Josh, but glad I called you. Hope you're well. Tell me. Where are you? Uh, where are you at these days? And I went on to say, I'm in Abbotsford, blah blah blah. Going on, what about you? And then didn't hear anything. Uh, but um, yeah, it just uh, when you were talking about oh, hang on. home and away, you uh, it triggered this memory that happened to me last month. Dude, I know her too. Well, clearly not as well. No, so I've I've hung out with her. Because she was married to that dude Ford, my, one of my best mates. Oh fuck off! His brother. Ah, oh, Charlie yeah, Ford. Sure. Yeah, ah. Okay. And so t- I went to school, high school with Charlie. Ah, oh, fuck. And so I don't. They're th- no longer together. I don't think. I saw- no, they're not longer together. Yeah. But yeah, um, it has been revealed that Isabella married her filmmaker boyfriend Charlie Ford in Melbourne earlier this year. Just after. Have a you few- caught up with Charlie? Given he does filmmaking stuff. I don't know if he's back in Melbourne. He was living in Sydney. Okay. And. We, and yeah, well, we're I, in Sydney now. We were yeah. we were mates in high school and shit, and uh, because I was best mates with Ford, his bro, we'd, we'd hang out and stuff. But yeah, that's crazy. I was just looking at some videos that Charlie put up today. Fucking small world, dude. It is that funny thing of like it's a small world. I guess that home and away, Summer Bay is a small place. Yeah, you? I went to her. I went um, to with her and Charlie. Yeah. And I, it was like I was pissed when I met her and fucking we went to a house party with all these home and away. Were you invited? I was a plus one of Ford. <laughs> fucking hell. But we it wasn't this- Ford that uh, took you on the the boat with these rich mates. No, no, it was not Ford. Okay. He wouldn't do something his dog as that. Um, we'd both crash some boat party together. That's what we would have done as kids. But yeah, we went to a home and away party with all these home and away goons. Oh, that's fun. Neighbours or Home and Away? None of them because it was like I watched Home and Away as a kid. And uh, Johnny Ruffo's on Home and Away. That's very sad. I don't think he's any anymore. Well, that's. did you hear what happened with him with the brain cancer and stuff? Yeah. The Instagram? What a fucked up thing to happen. No. Poor guy. Just all of a sudden one day have your fucking skull open. Do you ever worry about big shit like that? Do you ever get a migraine and be like, 
Maybe it's something fucking oh, bad. It's like Google. Don't be a Google doctor. But then there's like times where uh, <laughs> you do end up looking and finding stuff out. Yeah. And going to the doctor and it's like, it's this. I always had this feel, like I would feel my neck and I'd like feel like a little lump and freak mm. out. I think it's like my fucking, I think everyone has it. Yeah, you've got your arm. It's like a gland or something. Gland, but no, I definitely have at times. But it's, fuck, it's a it's a hard world to live in if you're just constantly thinking about that. But you definitely, and we were talking about this earlier, We def- I definitely, now having a kid and married, think about, the. I, th- I think about, Losing, like, if I go, what then it's like I feel the pain of my partner, right? Yeah, and the thought of Bodhi not growing up with me is fucking makes me feel like I want to cry right now, but it's like so full on, right? Uh-huh. And it's like I was not like that before at all, I wasn't emotional like that, mm-hmm. but it's like it, what it does to you is full on, yeah, it's fucked up. It's uh, it feels like with everything that's happening in the world, it is very easy to to go in those places and just yeah. thinking about like I was thinking about I haven't had I've had the classic people die in my life right the people who have yeah. in all in sort of in all respects are meant to die the grandparents yeah right the older people but I've never had I haven't had my parents die yeah. I have like and just the thought of all of that just is very overwhelming mm. it's surreal right yeah, and I've had friends whose parents have passed away, mm. and I can't imagine it. I can't imagine what it would be like. It's, I don't think it's not reality until it's reality. Yeah. Your reality, you, you, the thought of bad stuff happening, is not like the feeling of bad stuff happening. Even though, like, you might get close to the feeling, but it's like when somebody thinks even about worse. Someone, uh You, in some ways, because you. Don't, I think have that people f- have an ability to adapt. Yeah. But I think that the feeling is obviously one of complete overwhelm or yeah. not being able to cope. It's like grief. Have you ever felt it? I haven't. No. Like severe grief. And, and that's what you think about. Like- and even news. You look at news and stuff and you see people dying in car accidents when they're yeah. young. That's fucked up. Yeah. Oh man, it's full on. Um, I this is taking a ti- it's slightly different tone. But I said this, and this was, I said this to um, Richard. You know Richard from the office. So like, oh, yes. at where I've got my office, there's a bunch of really close mates all around me with businesses, and, uh-huh. stuff. and so I went in and I said this statement, and Richard's response. I'll tell you the statement in a second. Okay. Richard's resp- response was. Fuck, dude! How many lives have you lived? <laughs> and my the statement was, dude. I was like, guys, I had this fucking epiphany. The closer you get to success, the closer you, you are, are to dying, to failure. And it's like, uh, let me. I don't even know if that's how I said it. He, I'll explain it, right? Okay. And I haven't told you this. Okay, yeah, you haven't. So I, were, I um, was going for the funding for... Um, I've been working on um, doing this TV show with mm-hmm. ITV and my yeah. production company, something I've worked really hard on. It's like an original concept of mine and it's a documentary series. That's just a brief background. But we were going for funding with Screen Australia. Uh-huh. And so you're going to tell me something about that? Yeah. Because I, you've been... 
I've totally I've forgot fucking, to tell you. And I've been in the fucking loop. I was like day dot fucking helping you with this. So I've been shit. waiting this to hear back. Fun. Did we get the funding and you with got, Screen Australia? And you got the, the latest thing was an exciting letter from, can we say this? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, ABC basically saying, hey, we can throw a bit of cash at this. It was like we're no inter- gar- it's, it's a letter, a letter of interest. Of interest. Saying, it's basically saying, hey, we're interested if another if another organization like Screen Oz will put some funds behind it, will we could yeah. make it work. So it's like fucking closer to success than ever, right? Yeah. We didn't get the funding. Okay. So I hadn't I, told you that. I sort of semi well, when you started telling me this story, it yeah, then I reminded can- me that you started talking about crowdfunding <laughs> earlier and then it all True. came together because i did it's so funny that in the moment i wasn't like what about your big fucking dealio and so, so what did they say that, that man screen australia don't give you much they can't give you feedback at this time because they're going through so many ideas that's what they say i got this email so it was itv like sorry man it's all over no 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 they're still going to keep on going. <clears throat> well, they're looking at stuff. So the dudes I'm dealing with haven't been around. They're overseas. So. Yeah. Anyway, my thought around it was like, fuck. I've literally the closer you get to having the success, you're actually getting closer to failure than before. Yeah. Because when you haven't started, you can't really be failing. You haven't really failed. Yeah. You haven't done shit. Well, you've got nothing to lose until you build something. And so this has been like a six, seven, eight month process. And it's like, I've been getting closer and closer and closer. And it's like the, this, the failure is getting closer and closer and closer. And there's no difference. It's like, it could just win or it might not, but it's like you're getting closer to knowing your fate essentially. And so that was kind of what I, yeah. If you think about it, if you think about doing a 400 meters, so you've got people who won't fa- won't feel that failure because they won't even get on the track and practice. Yeah, yeah. Versus the person who obvi- is at the Olympics and fucks themselves, you know. Yeah, and so I was in this really reflective mood after it. I was just fucking talking to the boys, told them about it. What do you mean, the boys? I am one of the boys. <laughs> yeah, you just went around. When was it? Uh, last last week, late last week. It was late last week and we would have had a podcast. No, because I wanted to actually bring this up because okay, I like sure. talking to you about this kind of shit. And yeah. It's like, and I, and I was just thinking about the success and it's like, it's such a fucking, like, of course, the closer you get, the guy with the big business, he could lose everything yeah. and he's losing more than everybody, the billionaire. More money, more problems. But it's like, I ne- I, you can hear that, but it's like, I fucking felt that. And I was like, it made me feel a bit fucking scared, right? And I was yeah. like more success I get the more failure is just ready to rip my dick off yeah (laughs) fucking hell how do you uh, how do you mitigate these things do you think to prevent it from happening yeah I don't know if you can or not prevent it but how do you how do you deal with it how do you uh, how do you deal with it emotionally yeah get real deep fucking Eckhart Tolle on this (laughs) shit start reflecting but no I did I felt I felt a bit shit but then I, a couple of things, I was like, fuck, this is the being picked, waiting for someone to tell you the good news that you got the funding. Yeah. And I felt a bit like that. Then I was like, oh, fuck. It's like, couldn't I go out and do this my own? Like I start fucking going down that rabbit hole of like 
next option, next option, next option, what else, what else, what else, which maybe it's not the right response. Yeah, maybe it's not the thing you need to do right now. Yeah. Seth Godin, uh, he always talks about being picked specifically mm. in his book, Poke the Box, but he actually has a new podcast out. Oh, how is it? Akimbo? awesome. Akimbo. I, ref- I, refer- I referred it to somebody with the recommendation from you to okay. me. I passed it on to them. Okay. Dude, Seth Godin's got a new podcast out. It's fucking great. Yeah, Akimbo, and he talks about... Um, it's just like a monologue, him talking. It's almost like a free audio book. It's great. That's sick. And uh, he talks about being picked... It's a very, very good... In in Akimbo? Yeah. And Is so he talking doing, about what Akimbo means? Yeah. A-K-I-M-B-O. Yeah, it's it's something around like being... He's been a fucking quirky cunt about it. <laughs> he's like saying like, oh, yeah, it's Akimbo. It's weird. And yeah. I'm weird. <laughs> I'm sad. <laughs> you know he mean? knows we'd be talking about yeah, it. Yeah, it's just fucking weird. It is unit. true. He's such a weird unit. I would like to be him when he's... When I'm older. Like that sort of style. Seth right? Godin on our podcast. Yeah, that would be fun. That's your mission. Okay. Yeah. Let's That's do it. your fucking mission. Yes. So back in, I can't remember what episode, maybe 10 ago, uh-huh. I, Josh, I, I set Josh, well, I said, I'm going to set you a challenge and I'm going to think about who I want you to get on the podcast because you're a crafty motherfucker. You can, you find people's details and you've been sending, you sent Gary V who is one of the biggest entrepreneurs in the world today, an email 12 years ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. Like yeah. It wasn't you, 12, it was like fucking eight years ago. But he yeah. was a nobody then. Yeah. Like he had a yeah, bit of not money. Me, not as many people knew him. I mean, the thing is that all these things expand. It's super interesting, isn't yeah. it? How, so Seth Godin. Seth oh, Godin, I've been, been on email. email. I've emailed him a bunch and he's emailed me back. I was looking at, he's got a programmed. He, he, program, he lives um Hud's... Oh, it's called like off the Hudson oh, River in New in, York City. Yeah. Do you want to fly over? That could be I mean, our we thing. Could, that could be fun. We'll just yeah. fly. The, we'll just. So uh, you know, Quadlock. Yeah. The uh, my case. mates. Uh, yeah. Robbie Ward and CP. If I had a radio show. Yeah. And I had the desk with all the sound effects loaded, I'd have the, the Quadlock click in. <laughs> ready to go. They, they actually. Um, here's another fun. Wait, fact. stay on track. Yeah. What about is this, this is track? about the guys? Uh, th- this would have been twenty twelve. They won a Shopify award, Shopify Shopify Small Business Award. Oh, sick! And they were flown to New York City, and they hung out with Seth Godin. That's cool. Uh, so, yeah, I wonder. I should chat to them and see what uh, it was like. I tried. This to is get the thing you're gathering the, intel. To, to be clear, I tried to get Seth Godin on my podcast back in 2013 on my Josh speaking podcast yeah. because uh, I'd actually um, just quit the radio station and I sent him a message saying, hey, I um, I actually quit my uh, my job because while listening you? to your po- uh, listening to your audiobook yeah. the Icarus Deception. Which is a great book. Yeah, uh, but I, no, I think that's a good this is, one. This is, it's because it's a challenge, right? Yeah, I don't. He doesn't go on everyone's. No, he's he pretty charges pretty a lot selective. of money to do talks. But I think that's a really good one. I think it is because I he'd, he'd be very interesting. He's the he'd one. He'd be proud of this episode, I reckon. 
Yeah, hopefully. Actually, you'd probably think we're a bunch of dicks. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I did say he was a quirky cunt, didn't I? Which is <laughs> probably... He is. A, he and is, and so I think he would unique. be fucking... It's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I'd be all for it. I'm just looking at all the um, emails, emails that I've sent. <laughs> do you know... Can I read you? This is going to fucking embarrass me, but I'll do it anyway because, you know, I love an embarrassment. Yeah, you don't need to put on a voice because you are Josh Jansen, okay, right? Tw- Twenty. So this was when I sent the email for him to be on my podcast. It was on the 6th of the 2nd, 2013. At what time? Okay, good question. I mean, not that it matters. At cause 11 p.m. Which would have been like morning over in America probably. Yeah, probably. Did you think about that? No. Anyway, go. Seth. I didn't even say, hey, Seth. See, fuck, I'm being real. Serious motherfucker. Yeah. Seth, your book, Icar- oh, sorry, you'll love the subject line. No longer a cog in the machine. <laughs> <laughs> he talks a lot about being, uh, don't be a cog. Seth, your book, Icarus Deception, gave me the confidence to no longer be the cog in the machine and gave me permission in my mind to quit my job and no longer be defined by my role in big media company in Australia, in a big media company. I'm not full, numpty. Trash. <laughs> I, I am in the US in June and July, traveling around LA, San Francisco, New York City. I have begun to ramp up my love project, Josh Speaking, a podcast where I interview interesting people to deconstruct their success. Keeping in mind, this fucking podcast is prior to Tim Ferriss's mm. stuff. Deconstructed. It's very fucking sick. Like you think about what he talks about with his language. He's basically got the same sort of podcast as what I had, but fucking built it up to he be He also big. has written three, be- four best-selling. Which, with, which, which, best bo- which I reckon, if you look at his books, was all about deconstructing people's success. So I yeah, think yeah. I sort of like borrowed from his book thing. Anyway, I said, uh, You're not I, would, I would love to interview you. I know you are extremely busy. However, I just thought I would ask the question. It would be 45 to 60 minutes at the location time of your choice. I'm in New York City from June 23 to July 2nd. Thanks for inspiring me. Seth's response. Thanks, Josh, and congratulations. I won't be able to do the interview, but I wish you the best. Seth Godin. It's good that he got a, he got a response. It's a pre- and then so I went all needy and just... Oh, uh, no. I said, I won't read the fucking response. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I just said, thanks so much for the response, Seth. I'm torn as I respect you a lot and don't want to be annoying, but is it a timing You're thing annoying. or just a blanket rule? I've interviewed some great people in Australia and would love the opportunity to interview you, Josh, sent from my oh, iPhone. I know, I know. Didn't get a response from that. But in saying that, Many correspondents afterwards. Um, With the lawyers about stop, yeah, so, stop. No, he was really nice. No, he was super nice. He. Um, nah, that's all. That's all. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, and I. So actually, he, I think what you did with that email is you took his books and wrote an email to him that he thought he'd want to hear. Yeah. You thought he would want to hear based around his books because a lot of that wording, cog, all that yeah, shit is absolutely. like. But I, so also, I think you could go the other way. I don't know. It's up to you. Well, the thing is, I think what I'd be able to use is I, him and I have actually gotten, I think, semi-close to working together in some capacity where it was like he does a program called the Alt-MBA and I talked to him about doing video stuff and we had half a dozen emails back and forth about um, 
me doing work and trying to find that opportunity. He he actually um, watched my film that I made in Pakistan and was really complimentary about oh, awesome. that. And so, yeah, there was actually a potential opportunity which um, didn't end up going anywhere. But I feel like this has been an email relationship over sort of could be five or six years. And it has led to the Daily never... Talk show. Exactly. With so Josh and Tommy. Maybe that's what and it is. Seth Godin, our first guest. Yeah. That'd be I mean, so sick. It'd be pretty fun. I mean, so now I just need to um, work out how to seal the deal. All right. Well, I'll let you go to bed. All right. Thanks, mate. I mean, yeah, it's uh, it's Sydney. It's it, We're in Sydney. It's been fun. What, how long have we been going uh, for? Like 36 minutes. That's nice. Let's wrap it up. Yeah, I think it's great. And um, just very quickly on the weather in Sydney. Fuck off, no, mate. I'm just very quickly, <laughs> muggy as fuck. I don't That's like Sydney it as much. For you. All right. The further north you go, the more muggy it gets. That's that's true, isn't it? Well, so yeah. Work. Queensland. Go to Byron. Completely different weather. Fuck. We're on the weather again. Love you. Bye. Catch you tomorrow.